Well, uh, my name's Colby, and I want to thank you for listening to my first ever podcast. I'm going to jump right into it and try to keep this as short as possible. You may have heard the phrase, Jesus loves you. In fact, there's a lot of verses in the Bible that say God's love endures forever. There's even a cute little song. It goes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tell you, you. You get the one. But you see, I don't accept statements. If you ever make a statement around me, I'll ask you to back it up. I want some examples. I want some proof. Because sometimes, when I look around, it just doesn't feel true. So I want to spend the next couple of minutes walking through an example where God loves someone, and then talk about how that love extends to you and to me. Now, way back in the beginning of the Bible, uh, Genesis 1.28, it reads, God blessed them. Now, let me set up the situation. God has just got done creating everything. The, the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets. Uh, and most importantly, he's just got done creating Adam and Eve. Literally, that's what the verse before Genesis 1.28 discusses. Adam and Eve had not had time to do anything, and the Bible says that God blessed them. Now let's be clear about what this blessing means, because God didn't simply say, I bless you. We have to read on to find out what this blessing is. Here's what it says. Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it. And then it goes on to say, rule over the fish and the birds and every living thing. Now let me ask you something. When you have someone in your life that just drives you crazy, do you look at them and say, you need to have some more kids. Fill this earth. We need more little yous running around. Of course you don't. But when you meet someone that's just awesome, what do you think? You think, man, I wish there were more people like them. I wish there were more Mother Teresas. I wish there were more Gandhis. You want the best for them. You want them to prosper, to do great things. You love them and want the best for them. Now next, God says to rule over the planet. I've heard far too many Christians call this nothing more than a responsibility, and even go so far as to call it a burden. And it is a responsibility but it's a really cool one. Think about the power God gave humankind in this exact moment. The power to rule over the planet, over everything God has just created. Now, at work, do you entrust responsibilities to the dude that you just really don't like? Of course you don't. You pick the guy that you love the most. God loved Adam and Eve so much that he decided to trust them with his creation. Now let's step back for a moment, because depending on who or what you believe, this happened 6,000 or more years ago. How can this apply to us today? What do we, how do we know that Jesus didn't just love Adam and Eve? How do we know that God loves us in the same way? Now, I'm a big believer at looking at junk's position in the Bible. What I mean is, I like to pay attention to what ideas are placed next to each other. Again. To go back to the beginning of this verse. God blessed Adam and Eve before they could do anything to earn it. They were nothing special. They had a clean slate. And yet, at the moment God blesses them and hands them this gigantic responsibility, he knows what's coming. He knows that they will betray him. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to give a person money if I know they're going to blow it on crack cocaine. I won't trust them with that responsibility. But God loves us so much that he did. And then he committed to restoring us when we screwed up. 
And you know what? You and me, we're no different. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you're going to do. God loves you too. He wants to bless you too. To him, you're Adam. To him, you're Eve. He loves you, and he wants you to know it. So where do we go from here? What now? God loves you, but so what? It means you should respond, but I can't tell you what that response is or what it should be. It might mean you need to find out who this Jesus God person is. It might mean you need to accept that God loves you and ask him to teach you how to love yourself. It might mean that you need to do something God's been asking you to do for a long time. There is one thing I know, though. It means you need to reach out to somebody. If you need to find out who this God person is, find a pastor or a friend who can walk you through it. If you hate yourself and can't come to grasp with the fact that God loves you, tell a friend. They'll be, be there with you and help you learn to accept God's love and help you learn to love yourself. If you need to do something God's been asking you to do, find someone who can help you do it. Find someone who can be a resource and walk you through it. Reach out to someone. It's not enough to know that God loves us. Because you can only understand and respond to, the kind, to this kind of love through community, through reaching out to someone and walking with them, through them walking with you. Let me pray for you. Jesus, I just thank you so much that you love us. And at times we really can't grasp that and we don't understand how we should respond or, or what we should respond. I ask that you speak into each of our lives, each of our hearts, and, and lead us in whichever direction we're supposed to go. If, it, if it's someone that doesn't know you, Jesus, just bring someone into their path that can teach them lovingly about you. If it's someone who is struggling with, man, I just don't like myself, bring someone into their life that can say, you know what, I, I love you and God loves you, and I'm going to work with you through this without judgment. And if it's someone that's just like, I have been procrastinating, Jesus, bring someone into their life that say, you know what, that's on my heart too. Let's do this thing that God's calling us to do together. Jesus, I just love you so much, and, and I, I thank you for that love. Amen.